Welcome to the One-Eyed Dog podcast and what a game it was on Friday night. Manchester United and Melbourne victory. It was unbelievable. Victory came out in the first four minutes and scored and then, man, you piled on four goals. 80,000 people at the MCG, boys. Wasn't it a great Friday night of football? I'm just going to jump in really quick before the <laughs> listeners tune out and think, what have yeah. I logged on to here? <laughs> Talking about the MCG and Man United well, and victory. Well, come on. Give me well, a spell. Regular listeners will know that I am a wonderful, wonderful father and I bought tickets for my son to take him to Manchester United. He plays soccer and it happened to clash with Friday night's game. Now, if you've been on our Instagram, you will see all the hate that has been directed towards me for that decision from none other than my fellow podcast hosts. Hello, Guy. Hello, listeners. Dave, how are you? Well, Dave, I Good saw you last night because you're at the footy, so we've caught up recently. Guy, oh. I haven't seen you for a week or so. <laughs> you seem to be fairly busy. I would like to say that I've watched the game. It was a great game, of course. We're talking about the Western Bulldogs versus St Kilda on Friday night. We came out of the blocks. I think the boys might have been listening to the podcast because last week... We lamented our slow start, and we were blistering. Not, in, not. I wouldn't say the first five to ten minutes, but after about five to ten minutes, we really turned it on and piled on the goals. How did it look from the ground, boys? Well, it was a funny game because it didn't seem to have enormous intensity, but we did control the footy. We controlled mm. the game. To be honest, and Kilda looked pretty ordinary. They were bad, yeah. And for three quarters, it was all us, and it was really comfy. We were very good. We were great. It just... We didn't have a great opposition. And then, yeah. obviously, in the last quarter, St Kilda had a lot of shots and we weren't in it. And if they kick straight, I know the ball goes back to the centre rather than mm. kicking out from behind, so it's a different game. But the amount of inside 50s and the amount of shots they had, they I never thought we were in trouble, but it was disappointing we took our foot off the gas a little bit. But then when you reflect on the way home and you think, well, if someone told me we were going to win and win comfortably, I'll take it. And we did dominate for three quarters. So... My highlight, if we're going to jump to highlights, my Let's highlight of the game wasn't a particular player. Well, there is one, but I think someone's going to name it, so I'm going to go left field. Okay. Was it one particular player? Was it one particular passage of play? But it's the Bevo. Now, Bevo's oh. done this for many years, and he certainly did it in 2016 when we won the flag. His theory of next man up, every man must have a job. You must be able to play forward. You must be able to play back. If you're in the twos, you've got to be ready to play one because if there's an injury, you'll get your spot. And players like who came into the side or players that are in and out, Garcia, Hannon, Buku Kamas, Lockie McNeil, all these guys who are potentially not cemented in the starting 22 come in and play a role and are influential and are great. So I do like this. You're going to change positions. You're going to, you might be in the twos, but when your opportunity comes, and it feels like COVID circling again, gents, let's, let's uh, mm. not deny it. Mm. So there's going to be players out with the health and safety protocols. It just feels like we've got some depth. We've got plenty of players that have played in the twos, and when they get the opportunity, play their role. So to all those players that are coming into the 22, Jordan Sweet as well, Sweetie, fantastic. Yep. Yeah, well yeah. done, boys. And is it a really good point you make around being able to play different roles? We've obviously seen, seen Trelaw play in defense for the last couple of weeks. And we saw Buku last night. He's been playing up forward. Now, his first game, obviously, for the club was in defence, and he's played traditionally in defence, but we've been playing him up forward. Last night, he comes back into the team, plays defence, played a fantastic game. How good was it to see him back out there? 
He's athletic. He jumps at the footy well. He backs himself a couple of times. I think he made a couple of skill errors by foot. Didn't drop his head. Got back in there. Got the next contest. Quick hands. Hit the target. Really, really impressive. So that's what I like. I do like our depth. If we're going to go, well, if we're going to make it September and go deep in September, we've got to have this depth. Players are going to be in and out now with COVID and plus injuries, plus any other dramas. So hopefully the depth and the senior footy that some of these reserve players have played. Because if you think back in the day, a reserve player comes up and you go, oh, I think I've heard of him. He's never yeah. played a game. You didn't know him, did you? Because yeah. you always had your sort of best 22 and they played every week unless there was an injury. Yep. But Bevo rotates them and moves them around. So Bevo, in Bevo, we trust. Well, Bevo is Smitty's highlight. Dave, what have you got for us from last night? Well, just want to go on from uh, Smitty there talking about Bevo. I don't know if you guys saw, but the players were doing these horn things on yeah, their heads what, when they keep the goal. What does that goal. mean? No idea. Yeah, I found out. I, I listened to the um, press releases and all that this morning. Apparently, Bevo likes to have a theme each week, and his theme this week was that the the Northern Australian water buffalo up there apparently protects the herd. They they all look after one another. He was saying last week against Sydney, we didn't do that. So the theme this week was be like the water buffalo and look after each other. That is now, fantastic. Now, that wasn't my highlight. That was just a, a side side note. I've driven across, you know, five hours from Mount Gambier, disappointed not to see my brother, and I was thinking, how's, how's this going to go? The night, thinking we haven't played well the last couple of weeks, and there was one moment in the game that just made it for me. Even if we had gone on a loss, this was the moment that made it, and probably second with his preliminary final goal against GWS, Bombs mm. kicked one of the best goals oh, I've ever seen yeah. right in front of us last night. It was yeah. magic. One step... Yeah. Yeah, 50, 50 meters. Yeah. Oh. Didn't even didn't even look. Just picked it up, no. clean as bang, straight through. Wasn't I mean, going to miss either. Yeah, he he was sensational last night. Yeah. He really was at his best, and he led from the front. He was in everything. He was helping out in defence. He was in packs. He was bulking his way through. Speaking of the buffalo, he yeah. was like the buffalo last night. He was busting through everything to keep moving that ball forward. He was absolutely sensational. So I'm sure he was a highlight. For a lot of the listeners, I've got to say, we, you know, I love Riley West, right? His mm. mark, I think it was the mm. first quarter. Oh, the ball came in like a rocket. He had a massive body on body. Boom. He just takes it so strong, so confident. That was a great moment for me. There were a few great moments. To your point, though, Smitty, on the one hand, you can only play the team that you're up against, right? So mm-hmm. St Kilda were awful. We know that. Their pressure, they, were, they looked a bit like us last week, to be honest. No pressure. Just sort of run around do whatever you want. But as you said, we did take our foot off a little bit and they missed a few. So I'm not fully confident that we're restored, if you like, but we're on the right track. We've still got, I think we have to beat a good team. And my goodness, are we going to have a challenge this week? We'll get to that. We'll get to that in a moment. But we are going to have a real challenge. But from a morale perspective, even for the supporters, I mean, we're back up. How good? For the first time in the club's history, 50,000 signed oh. up, paid, and passionate Bulldog members. Un- unbelievable for three blokes and many listeners out there who will remember when we had, I don't know, 13, 17,000, yeah. maybe even less. To hit 50,000 was phenomenal. Did you see the most common first name and the most common surname? Well, Smith was definitely the most common yeah. surname. Yeah. Which most I'm common first name? To Dave. David. Yeah. So two-thirds of the podcast represented <laughs> yeah. the membership. And how good was it that when Amit Baines put the video out to say thank you to all the members, he said, we've got members from Footscray to Florida. Oh. And you know oh. who was in Florida? Frode. Oh, yes. A good man, Frode. Now, I'm, I'm assuming Frode 
is the only Bulldogs member in Florida. But it's Amit Baines gave a shout out to uh, Frode. Frode, you are, he's number one listener of the podcast, no question yep. about that. And he has nailed it, getting a shout out from Amit Baines. Congratulations, Frode. A great selfie went up on our Instagram account this week of Frode and Toby McLean <laughs> after our discussion of selfies last week. Frode, to his credit, admitted it's the worst selfie ever taken. So check it out, listeners. Check it out Good at sport. Western Bulldogs podcast on Instagram. It's a classic photo of Frode and Toby McLean. Dave, any other thoughts on last night's game? Well, for myself personally and my family, it's uh, the last couple of years because of the border lockdowns, we haven't been to a home Bulldog game. Uh, I've been to Bulldog games in Adelaide. I've been to Bulldog games in Perth because those states were, were open at the time. So, and, and so this was the first home game at Marvel I'd been to since the pandemic. So since 2019. So it was very nice to be amongst the faithful again, uh, amongst friends and uh, and being able to enjoy uh, live footy at our home ground was just fantastic. I loved it. And they, they listened to us last week and they played as we wanted them to. So I was very happy yeah. last night. Well, uh, David, I'd love to see Tanya and the boys and yourself there at the footy and just quietly you were amongst friends there were a few listeners of the podcast mm. who were pretty happy to see you last night and well they also knew the guy wasn't going to be there so here we go <laughs> again i'm trying to be nice i'm agreeing with you Dave. very lovely sentiment i was going to ask you if you, any, <laughs> if you noticed any changes <laughs> have now, you noticed those... any changes at marvel oh yeah there's a thousand buildings going up around it can't even see it anymore yeah, it's hidden, yeah, well, isn't that's it? That's true enough. It's pretty hard. It, it, it really is hard to find. I parked there one day, like in the Docklands, and I couldn't find the stadium. I just <laughs> yeah. said, like, mate, where's Marvel? It's only 200 <laughs> metres away. I just couldn't see it. You're thinking, it holds 50,000 people. It can't be that small. Surely, surely I can surely. find it. Yeah. I'll tell you, there's one thing that hasn't changed at Marvel, and for our listeners who are on our Instagram, would have seen my story go up last night. They don't serve mint hot chocolates in the bar. I asked yeah. one of the bar staff, and um, yeah. she told me to get out. Yeah. Get out. Now. Now. And can I say a shout out to that girl? Because I walked into the bar and said, I'm just going to film this. I'm going to ask you this. Can you say get out? She sort of gave me that weird look. And I said, it's okay. It's only going on Instagram. But then she was quite comfortable with that. Now, Well, she's under under 30, mate. So, you know, that's fine. I I probably should have asked her, can I tag you? Because you've probably got lots more followers than we do. But anyway, she was a great sport. So to the um, girl in the bar, thanks for the video last night. Very very little risk of her getting more exposure from our Instagram account than from her own account. Now, I will I will say, I saw that. I was at the soccer, right? And I saw that come up and I thought, oh, here we go. The boys have, you know, they found a video from YouTube or whatever because I didn't listen to it with sound because it was too loud. I couldn't hear anything. Got home last night about midnight because uh, for some reason the MCG car park was closed when there was 80,000 people there. So it was a gridlock getting out of the MCG. About 12 o'clock, almost midnight, Cleaning my teeth, I thought, oh, I'll have another look at that. Turn the sound on, and I hear the familiar sound of Smitty's <laughs> voice going, excuse me, if you serve mint hot chocolate, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> He's gone in there, harassed this poor bar staff member, and made her say, get out for an Instagram story to have a crack at me. I couldn't believe it, but I did laugh, Smitty. I laughed. <laughs> it made it really it made my night after, after a long gridlock, so... Well done. I'll give you that. And again, well done to the bar staff. (laughs) Smitty, you talked about some of those seconds players who get their go and get in and make the most of it. Also fantastic last night to see the big number 17, Josh Bruce, juice back on the field. Wasn't it great to have him there? Amazing. He's one of those players. So he's come from another club. We were really happy to get him. He's become a cult 
hero. Mm. He's a no crowd favourite. No there's, question. There's going to be a lot of jumpers next year with 17 on the back. And I saw a post by the doggies. He seems to be well-liked by all members of the club, whether it's the doctors or the physios and gentlemen. Johnny Schultz gave him a big hug as he walked into the game. And he's got a big smile. And look, he's a fan favourite. Now, he didn't get a lot of the ball last night. I don't think the ball was delivered that well to him. But he's look, he's definitely better for his first game back. And how disappointing that we couldn't get North and Bruce in the same oh, forward line. Wouldn't that have been back. lovely? Wouldn't, wouldn't have been that... lovely. And oh, Norusi yeah. almost got a goal with a minute to go, and I thought, this will blow yeah. the roof off. We just, we just were willing him to get a goal. He'll be better for the run. We love having him in the side. Um, now, we used to call – was was Dave the Josh Bruce of the well, podcast? Well, we, Dave called himself the Josh oh, Bruce of the podcast. We had a few other names for him. Yeah. But I think, I think, actually, the Josh <laughs> Bruce of the podcast is not a bad description for Dave. Well, I think if you, to be fair to Josh Bruce, he's, let's say in racing parlances, he's better for the run. Yeah, and he'll be better, better for the next run. week. Yep. And if if listeners sort of circle back to some of the previous episodes and when Dave has a spell mm. and when he comes back, the first 15 minutes is not so good. It's a bit rusty and he eases into it. So, yeah, I think <laughs> I think Dave's better for the run when he come, has a break as well. Well, and given that Dave has a three-week spell after each episode... He's really struggling to put a couple of good games together, I'd say. I've hit, I've hit three weeks in a row here, so I should be in peak form. Are you still the Josh Bruce? You should be on long service leave. That's, that's not good. Because Josh Bruce, he managed to keep a really high profile while he wasn't playing. Very popular, yeah. you know, favourite son sort of stuff, which is the way you've positioned yourself, Dave. Now, he came out last night <laughs> and looked and get a lot of touches and was probably just a, a little bit off the ball. Is that you, Dave? Are you the member of the podcast who doesn't get a lot of touches and is just a little bit off the ball? Maybe I'm a bit more like Jamara last night. Three kicks, three goals. Oh, I just efficient. <laughs> How easily they forget. How easily they forget and they turn. Have a listen to him. I'm surprised you're not Bont, to be honest. I'm surprised you just have oh, that, No, that's, that's pushing it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now, speaking of Jamara, now he is getting better and better every week. Yeah. Now, I think mm. we know, we've said this before, players like him need time and he's, we've got all the time in the world for Jamara. Just getting a bit more confident. Footy smarts, backing himself, stronger marking. Um, I'm really excited to see what, what happens with Jamara over the next yes, couple of years. Some of his tackling was really good last night too. Mm. So, yeah. you know, you look at his numbers. I think it was literally three kicks, three goals, wasn't it? I and mean, you know. He kicked he, the first goal in each quarter. And if he had kicked the first goal of the last quarter, it would have been the first player in the history of the game to kick the first goal of each quarter in one game. Wouldn't have wow. been, wouldn't that Pretty have good. been magnificent. <laughs> he, he seemed to have a, a bit more of a presence around the ground. And even though yeah. he only had those three kicks, he was doing things off the ball as well. So a great performance from Jamara. And the one thing that I love about Jamara is, well, there's another player here, but when he got his goals, the player he looks to and the player that runs over and celebrates with him is Bont. And I think Bont's got yeah. his back. Bont loves him. Bont wants him to do well. And Bont will do everything to make sure he's successful and uh, develops his footy, becomes the superstar that we know he can be. And I think I noticed that as well with Josh Bruce. Uh, so maybe he didn't get 40 kicks last night, but just having him out there, bit of a general, he's providing yep. advice in this in, in that forward line, giving some confidence to guys like Jamara and just mm. being that kind of senior head out there. You know, he's got the experience and he doesn't have to smash the game apart, but I think just being out there, our forward line is better for it. Yeah. Can we have a forward line with Bruce? Norts and Mara. Well, I've dreamed about it. <laughs> could it's we, heavy, isn't it? Could we see that next week? And Cody, well, I suppose one sort of pushes up and the centre-half forward. 
and yeah. Cody floating around with his energy. I'd almost play Norts at centre half. What do you reckon? Well, yeah, strong mark. Strong mark delivers the ball really well, and then right, Riley well. West as well floating around, oh. having that determination and strong hands and effort on the footy. Terrific. And you throw Lockie McNeil in, crumbing it as well. I can't see us losing another game. Nah, it flags ours. Lock it in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lads. Well, it was a great win on Friday night. I said earlier we needed to test ourselves and beat a good side. <laughs> My goodness, they don't get much better than Melbourne coming up this Saturday. So I don't know what's happening here. There's a bit of photography going on on the Zoom. I think we might see that later on the Instagram. Well, you just came in for the intro and Dave's on his phone. And last week, Dave's like, yeah. How do you folks know I'm on my phone? I'm like, mate, we can see your phone in the camera. <laughs> I've just got the evidence. Yeah. This well, way we can well, actually see it. Listen, I'm, while Guy was talking then about, about the tough tests coming up, I was doing a quick check of the fixture because last time, again, we did the fixture and I took too long. So I can just say it straight out. We're playing Melbourne, Geelong, Fremantle. Three very tough games in a row. We so do, you're trying to say to are. us that you're getting organised for the podcast. 40 minutes in to recording. During right. the podcast. Yeah, during the podcast. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're, we're looking ahead. So I'm just looking ahead on the phone. Mm. All right. Take it away, okay. Dave. All right. All right. We'll give it. We'll, all right. Yeah. Okay. The microphone's yours, Dave. Go for it. All right. Melbourne. Can we beat Melbourne? Yes. <laughs> <It's just laughs> can we beat Geelong? Yes. <laughs> and can we beat Freo? Three games in a row. Done. All right. So, all right. We've got Melbourne this week. Now, I invited Parks to come along. And Parks has turned me down. He's got something better to do. Still, still snow season, maybe. I'm not, not sure. He's my my Melbourne supporter, mate. You may have heard of Parks through the podcast. He can't come on Saturday night, which is disappointing. Parks won't be there. Smitty, you and I'll be there. Dave, you'll be watching it from the mount. What do we need to do to win? What are we expecting selection-wise? Let's hear it. Well, I think, and we've said this before, and it probably is fairly obvious, we've just got to bring intensity for four quarters. Our good enough is good mm. enough. And I don't really mind who goes out this week and who comes in because I do believe we've got the depth. Obviously, if Norts is COVID protocols or health and safety protocols, he could be back next week because mm. he was out on a Friday, the game's on a Saturday, so that's his mm. seven days isolation if that's what it is. Lockie Hunter was the same, so there will be some movement, players in and out. I believe we've got the depth. We've just got to bring the intensity. We've got to back ourselves. We've got to kick straight like we did last night. At one stage, it was 12-5 to 5-12, mm. so that was great. We've got a, our inside efficiency has to be spot on. We all know, and we don't like going back to the grand final last year, but when Melbourne get on a roll, oh. they are terrific. They are unbelievable and they're unstoppable. I so mean, we cannot, we've got to control the tempo. We can't let them get on a roll and we cannot be wasteful inside 50. So whether that's set shots or whether that's putting the ball in the right position for a player to run onto it, we've just got to put the ball in the right spot, give ourselves every chance and be efficient. And we obviously defended hard. Like we, I mean, what would what was St Kilda? Two goals at three quarter time. Three mm. goals at yeah. three quarter time. Sorry. Mm. So we defended much better. Now Melbourne <laughs> are going to be a much different opposition to St Kilda. But be intense, be efficient, and bring the water buffaloes. We mm. can't afford that soft rebound footy where it goes into our forward line, bounces straight out, and boom, they're down the other end kicking goals. So the only way to do that is intensity. Is being Bit of old-fashioned man-on-man footy, I reckon, because it's it's a lot harder to get rid of the ball when there's a bloke right on you, right? And they're quick and they're hard at the ball. Those blokes are hard at the ball. So yeah, their midfielders are tough. Yeah, mm. and 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 as Dave said, you know, from the start, it's got to be from the first minute because if you give them a sniff, yeah. they'll take us apart. 
And it's our home ground. We love Marvel. I mean, my kids talk about Marvel's their happy place because in their life, <laughs> yeah. they've probably seen more loss and uh, more wins than losses at Marvel. More so, yeah. more so than we did at the Western and, Oval. <laughs> yeah. And that was still a happy place. Yeah, that's right. And the last time we beat them was at Marvel, last, uh, what, about this time last year. And uh, the two times beaten the since was over at Perth, obviously, and the MCG. So you're right, we do play Marvel a lot better. Melbourne don't seem to go as well at Marvel, so it's a definite home ground advantage, this one. Yeah, okay. Well, selection-wise, I'd keep Sweet in the team. I mean, yes. tools, having tools in the team is really important for us. Now, Keithy, he looked a bit proppy last night. He went down, he looked a bit proppy. Mm. So I don't know what's happening with him, but the more tools we've got, the better. If there's one player we can't afford to lose, Keithy's one of them. Mm. Yeah, he's the general back there. He and is. Ryan Gardner had a great game last night. He was night. good. He was very and good. I'm sure Gardner feels better when Katie's by his side. There will be some some changes. But I'm, I'm with you, Sweetie and English. There's room for both of those yeah. players. I mean, big guys don't get any smaller. The Jordan intensity Sweet hasn't yeah. done anything wrong. No, we no. we do, Every we on the podcast can't understand. I'm sure we're not the only ones who just can't understand why he's not in the starting 22 every week. Let's keep him in. Let's keep him in. Let's keep Buku in. He was fantastic, putting a lot of pressure, rebounding out of the back line. He can play forward or back. I don't mind. I just want him in the team. All right. Well, any final words, gents, before we wrap for today's show? Great to see you last night, Dave, and the family. Guy, understand you had other commitments. Very good father. I hope oh. your son appreciates the time at the soccer. And I'm really excited for next week. I'm wrapped with the effort last night. I'm wrapped, obviously, with the result. Yeah, great, Smitty. Thank you for those gracious words. Dave, any gracious words you've got? Yeah, it was uh, it was great to be at the game. It's it's uh, shown that I wasn't able to see you, guy. But uh, we want to go a bit easier on you now. We've been a bit harsh in the last week and a half, so we'll 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 go easy now. Uh, and hopefully next That's week. That's not what you said last night. <laughs> and we have spent seven episodes getting stuck into you. So fair enough. Yeah, yeah it, it was due. It was a long time coming. But uh, no, I um. Uh, it was just, I was just, it was great to be back at Marvel Stadium last night, back at our our ground, and hopefully the boys can bring it next week. Yeah, lovely. And just a quick shout out from me. We've got a couple of uh, listeners who aren't Western Bulldog supporters, but they love the podcast. Jim, we've mentioned you a few times, and Boyley got on to me last night, giving me a bit of a razz about being at the soccer, and he knew I was there because he's an avid listener of the podcast as well. So good on you, Boyley. Good on you, Jim. Great to have you on board. And to all our listeners, Smitty's got one more thing to say. You've, speaking of listeners, a mm. gentleman by the name of Ryan came down and saw me last night who yep. used to work with me a long time ago when I owned a pub, and he came down with his proudly with his scarf on, the scarf that I gave him, and I said, you want to work in my pub, you break for the Bulldogs. And he <laughs> yes. came down with his 2011 EJ Witten Social Club oh. scarf on, <laughs> and he's working on a project on the redevelopment of the Witten Oval. And I only found out last night, and maybe the Bulldogs have let us know, and I may have missed the email, the EJ Witten stand is down or about to come down very soon. To be rebuilt. Yeah, it's all been rebuilt. He's working on the project. Okay, so well, I right. Little, I paid for a little plaque in the EJ Witten stand for myself and the family. And <laughs> What's happening to that? I'm heading off with the screwdriver <laughs> after this podcast. <laughs> so well, shout out to you, shout, Ryan. Shout out to you, Ryan. Good on you. And shout out to all our listeners. Thank you. It's wonderful to have you tuning in, have your support every week. We really enjoy doing the show, and we hope that you enjoy listening to it. We've got a big game this Saturday night. One more go, dogs, and then we're out of here. Get there on Saturday. Go, doggies. Kind of dogs. That was with, with no topic either. I mean, it's a lot easier when we win. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a lot easier when we win 
Dave comes to Mount Gambia. I go to the soccer. You know, like yeah. this. Yeah. Content. <laughs> content. content. There's content. I thought flow was all right. It was hard with it. me because I was delayed. That's always hard with you, Dave. Are you on a microphone or are you just on your laptop? Oh, no mic today, just the laptop. I know you packed the laptop, couldn't pack the mic. <laughs> So much fight. Did you do you have a do you have a luggage limit? Uh, in the car? Limit, yeah, yeah. I, had to pay extra I think in the car. it's. 